Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh, and I'm an executive life and leadership coach. And I work with career professionals, typically, but not always, in the technology industry, who are looking to overcome their limitations so that they can uncover their true potential and create new possibilities, both in their life and in their career, all while showing up as the best version of themselves, what I call life leadership. So what is today's topic? Well, as if you're following my live weekly, you will know that at the moment I'm running a series of lives around personal branding and what I believe are the five critical areas of personal branding that you want to build and develop in order that you can stand out to be remembered for the right reasons and be top of mind for those that matter in the workplace. Why? Because that way when it comes to those decision makers around your bonus, your pay rise or the promotion, you'll be top of mind, you'll be someone they'll think about, you'll be remembered for the right reasons, you make that great impression when you walk into a room. People want to work with you, to have you in their teams, gravitate to you, have you in their circle of influence. Would that not be a great place to be? Let me know in the comments. So the topic of today, we're looking at the fourth in the series of five areas of personal branding that I deem to be important. And the fourth is communication. So the question today is, are you engaging your audience or delivering death by PowerPoint? Now there are various aspects to communication. So I'm identifying one particular area today that a lot of people struggle with. Not only that, but surveys have proven that one of the things that people absolutely dread the most, even more than death, is public speaking. So standing up and speaking in front of an audience. So the question today is how do you engage your audience and leave them with a great experience and avoid death by PowerPoint? So my question to you is how often have you sat through a death by PowerPoint presentation, perhaps struggling to focus on the topic at hand, to even stay awake, or to not get distracted and start picking up your phone or speaking to the person next to you. It's easily done. Worse yet, how many of you have been guilty? Let me know, have you been guilty of delivering death by PowerPoint? And I think if we're all honest, we've all been there at one point in our lives whether we've now evolved from that or we're still struggling and we still end up holding on to all of the bullet points written in the slides and reading off of the slides, hiding behind them, and then being able to tick off 
the fact that you've delivered a presentation, but actually not really stopping to see and ask yourself, has it been effective? Has it landed well? Were the audience engaged? Did they have a great experience? Are they left wanting more? And that's, I think, something I learned over time. It's not something we're naturally born with. In some cases we are, but actually it's about refining the, um, the process that you go through and the skills that you have so that you are able to deliver something that is engaging for your audience and has them wanting to hear more about what you do or what you're selling or inspiring people with and so forth. And so today, that's what I'm going to share with you is some simple steps you can immediately take on board and integrate into your next presentation. And what I'd like you to remember here, because one of the things I come across a lot when I'm working with my clients and we talk about public speaking and delivering a presentation is that the reason that the stats and research show that most people try and avoid this is because they get nervous, they're stressed, they're worried about if they'll remember what they're going to say, how they look, if they look okay, if they sound okay, if people are going to listen to them and so forth and so forth. But here's the thing. If you slow down for a moment and just consider the things that you worry about when you're delivering a presentation, more often than not, those things are things about yourself. So you're worried about how you sound, maybe about how you look, if you're going to remember what it is you're going to be talking about and all of the points that you want to get across, whether people will laugh, switch off, make fun of you, etc. Most people in the room, I say 99% of people in an audience want you to do well. They're there for a reason. They want to learn from you. They want to hear what you have to say, your point of view. And that's okay. So an invitation to you, this is not something I'm focusing on today, as a, but as a tip for you, something that you can immediately start to work on to er eradicate the nervousness, the anxiety, the worry that you have about presentations so that you can focus on your delivery and on your audience is to take the focus off of yourself. This is really, really powerful because the minute we stop focusing on ourselves and actually focusing on the outcomes and on your audience, everything will start to shift. And a lot of that anxiety and that nervousness can dissipate very quickly because now you're thinking about the other people in the room. You're not just focusing on you and all the things that we typically worry about ourselves in those kinds of situations. So let me know if that's useful for you. Let me know if you tried that before or if not, go try it the next time and let me know how you get on. So what are the steps that I want to share with you? Well, well, today, as I said, I'm specifically talking about one aspect of communication, which is engaging with an audience. So delivering um, something in a meeting, it could be in a, an informal talk or it could be in a formal presentation. And here are some things that you can take on to ensure that you deliver a great experience for people and leave them remembering you and that experience for the right reasons. So there are seven steps that I'd like to share with you today. Seven steps to consider when planning and delivering a talk. And you may want to grab a pen and paper to write some of these points down. 
And if you're doing so, you write the word speaker down the side of your page. So S-P-E-A-K-E-R, speaker. Why? Because each of the seven points forms the word speaker. So it will make it easier for you to remember these points. So the first point is structure. What do I mean by structure? What I mean is having some form of a framework. In other words, like the high level points or something that is sequential. For example, today I'm going to share with you about um, delivering a presentation and there are seven points I'm going to cover and point one is, and the second point is, and so forth. So you've either got something that's sequential or if you have the time to prepare, look at creating a, some kind of a framework. So for example, I have a framework for this live, which is speaker. So I'm talking around the seven um, key areas of presenting and I've created a framework, which is seven points and each point spells that word speaker. So the first one is your structure. Think about your framework. And it can be simple. It doesn't need to be seven points. It could be three points as a minimum. That's the ideal. Um, or if you're sharing, let's say something around the work that you're doing or the business that you work at, then think about how can you structure. And if you are struggling, go with this sequential. So one to five or one to three or whatever that might be. So you've got a logical structure to walk people through, which makes it easier for them to follow you and to keep up with you and where you're going. The second point is to plan. In other words, understand your audience, who is going to be in the room or on the end of your Zoom or your Teams call. What is the purpose of your talk? Whether it is five minutes long or five hours long, it doesn't matter. What is the purpose? What are, what are you there to do? In other words, are you there to teach and to educate people on something? Maybe it's a new product or service. Maybe it's um, a restructure within the business or in your team. And you're looking to explain that to the rest of the team or to the wider business. Maybe it's to sell. It's a, um, a sales meeting, a sales conversation, a sales presentation. Um, or you're speaking to inspire, to open people's minds to what is possible. So whatever that purpose is for you, you want to get really clear on what that is. And then you want to have the, the objectives of it. So what is it you want people to go away with? So if you look at my lives, for example, typically if I'm doing a solo live like this one where I'm on my own and I'm talking directly to you, I will usually have some clear objectives of what I want you to take away from my session. So there'll be maybe three points that you can go away and consider to work on, to integrate, to implement and so forth. So always think about your objectives for, for your audience. What is it you want them to go away with? What is it, what is it you want to achieve through your communication? So number three is examples. Look to bring in examples where possible particularly if you're talking about something that's conceptual, that's theoretical, that, and, and also where people might be struggling to grasp at that, consider what examples you can bring. So whether that is a story you have, maybe it's an example that you've lived through a personal experience. It might be a case study of a, a client, if it's a sales pitch or a sales um, presentation, um, and it could be bringing in metaphors. So or universal experiences. So for example, I often use the um, the example of um, a sat-nav 
when I'm talking about getting clarity on where you're heading in your life or in your career and the you know people maybe just waking up every morning and not really giving any consideration just going through day by day doing the same thing over and over with no clear direction would you do that when you get into your car no you wouldn't just get into your car and just drive aimlessly around you'd have a destination in mind or at least a journey that you want to go on and you would set that up in your sat nav so how do you do that for your life so that's just a simple example of how you could bring in examples of um, what you're explaining or the information that you are sharing and the theories and the concepts and distinctions. Number four is act. What do I mean by act? I mean the overall performance, so the delivery of what you are sharing. Now, there's various aspects to this. Firstly, think about the energy that you're showing up with. No matter whether you're exhausted or whether you're bouncing around because you've had 10 cups of coffee already, it doesn't matter. Just you want to keep your energy high because you want people to engage with you and maintain interest. If your energy is low, then you will project that onto the people around you and they will struggle to maintain the focus on you and what you're saying. Have passion about what you're talking about. If it's kind of dull and dreary and you're not really interested, if you're just going through the motions of sharing some information, guess what? Again, people will disengage, they'll get distracted, they won't be listening. And live it. So if it's something that is more personal, if it's something where you've been there and done that, if you've got that experience before, demonstrate that through the way that you are delivering your talk, your presentation. Also, think about your presence and for this, I invite you to go back and check out last week's live where I talked in detail about presence. And I shared a number of steps around this for you to consider that you can immediately work on to improve, to integrate, so you have a powerful presence. And that can be brought in to your presentation. So you have that authority, that powerful demeanor in how you're coming across. And therefore, people will naturally want to hear what you have to say and listen to your messaging. Number five is knowledge. In other words, consider what is it do you, that you want to teach? So you have your overall framework, like I've shared mine here with you today, which is speaker, but underneath those seven letters that spell the word speaker, what is it that I'm looking to teach? What is it I want to share with you? And these are the points I'm going through one by one with you. So for you, it's the same thing. It's thinking about what is the message you want to get across? What is the information? What, what is the information that you want to share? Um, the knowledge, the, the content, the message, all of those things fall under the knowledge, the teaching of what you want to convey to your audience. Number six is engage. What I mean by this is engaging your audience how do you do that by enabling audience participation so maybe checking in with them asking them if they understand does this make sense would you agree looking at how you can get them to participate so if you've got people in a room how can you get them to participate in that presentation maybe it's asking them a question getting them to discuss it in pairs or to just raise their hand and share with you their thoughts um, or their ideas to think about how you can keep people engaged through their participation. Also, the, the typical Q&A, which most people know and will do at some point, you want to include that there as well. If your presentation is long, rather than leave your Q&A until the end, you might want to bring that in 
between sections of your presentation to maintain that engagement. Another really powerful tool is to ask um, ask questions for people to answer in their own minds. So rhetorical questions. So have you thought about when, um, have you thought about the last time that you've delivered a live presentation? How did it go for you? That's rhetorical. I'm going to ask you to tell me. I'm starting to think about that in your mind. And again, by asking rhetorical questions throughout your presentation will get people thinking, will keep them engaged. Because if they start to zone out while you're talking at them, they can just simply go into a bit of a trance. They can zone out and start getting distracted. The minute you, you put out a question, whether it's rhetorical or otherwise, it will get people's brains refocusing back on what it is you have to say. So give that some thought how you can bring in those questions to your presentation. As you'll notice, I'm doing here as like I'm, I'm telling you, like, what's the next point? Why is this important? What does it mean? How could it benefit you? So think about how you can integrate that into your presentations. And finally, number seven is results. In other words, what are the outcomes? What are the takeaways you want for people? And how do you deliver that at the end of your talk? Do you summarize it? Do you do a recap? Do you reinforce a particular point? And all of this will depend on what you're delivering, the objective of it, and the outcome you want for the people in the room, the people who are in your audience. So think about the result and how you kind of re-emphasize that or bring people back to the ultimate purpose of your talk. Why is this important when it comes to your personal brand? Because personal branding comprises of various aspects and benefits, advantages of being remembered. So for example, if you deliver a memorable experience for your audience, they will remember you and they will remember that experience. It will also ensure that people have you top of mind, whether it's on as being an authority on that topic, someone who's knowledgeable, a go-to person, the SME, it'll have you standing out. It'll have people gravitating towards you. Your reputation will heighten and you'll be seen potentially as an authority in your field. Isn't that a great place to be? Isn't that great to be known for all of those things? And maybe having more people inviting you to deliver presentations and talks on your subjects. So this is why it's important. There's so many facets to this. And often nowadays in um, interview processes, you're often asked to deliver a, a short presentation. So having the skills to keep people engaged is really important in all areas of your career as well as in your life. So think about where you are um, finding yourself in a position where you get to speak to an audience, whether it's in the workplace or if you're out on interviews at the moment and you're presenting yourself and you're presenting knowledge and information, how well are you doing that right now? Are you hiding behind slides and delivering death by PowerPoint or are you creating an engaging experience for your audience? Really give this some thought because it's so, so important. So my takeaway for you today remember the result is what three areas can you look to develop and improve upon when it comes to delivering an engaging presentation and I'll do a, a quick recap for you of those seven steps and remember I said the seven steps spell the word speaker 
So number one is structure, having that framework. Number two is plan. So plan, understanding your audience, understanding your purpose and your objectives of your talk. E, number three, examples. Use universal examples, things that people can resonate with, such as metaphors, real life examples, a story. People love a good story. Four is act. The performance. How are you showing up? How energized are you? Are you delivering with a powerful presence? What can you do to improve your presence? Check out last week's live and live into what it is you are sharing. Be associated with the content, not disassociated. Five is knowledge. So understanding the information that you want to teach, that you want to convey and get across to your audience. And what is the content? What, what is it underneath that framework that you want to share with your audience? Number six is engage. So engaging by creating audience participation, questions and answers, rhetorical questions, check-ins. And finally, results. What is the result? What are the outcomes and the key takeaways for people? How can you summarize it? How can you reiterate it so people really get what it is you wanted to get across in that message? So for you, what are the three areas out of those seven that you can look to either improve upon or develop when it comes to delivering an engaging presentation and continuing to build a powerful personal brand? So until next time, remember to elevate your performance, maximize your potential and create new possibilities by showing up as the best version of you. Have a great rest of the week and I will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.